Hey friends, I am going to create some mayhem this week. Welcome to Wake Up, Kick Ass, Repeat. I'm your host, Patty Waller. So here's a question for you. What did you have for breakfast today? How much protein was in the meal? When a majority of my clients start working with me, either for health coaching or training, the subject of nutrition is on the priority list. I usually don't address it on day one because it creates so much anxiety. As soon as I say, let's talk about what you've had to eat over the past couple of days, I get the blank stare. Like, oh God, I'm going to have to tell her what I've had and she's going to judge me. And oh, there is a little bit of shame in this. And then I eventually segue into... Let's keep a food journal because we've got to get a complete snapshot of your caloric intake and what makes up that caloric intake. Now, granted, they have got, you know, hired me to help them be healthier and to make adjustments in their food choices, but a majority of people are not ready for the down and dirty facts when it comes to overall nutrition. Now, I need to make a personal and professional clarification here. I am not a dietitian or a nutritionist. My background is in sports nutrition and nutritional counseling, which I've been doing for 20 plus years. The information I'm giving today is based on my education as well as research that I've received from respected sources. So let's get busy. As actively aging adults, we know that we are fighting the changes that our minds and bodies are thrusting upon us. Muscle loss, weight gain, memory issues, vision changes, low T, menopause, joint pain. I know it sounds like a parade of dismal demise, but fear not. Because we can rise up and do what it takes to thrive. That is my message when I close every podcast. Training with a purpose for life and sport. Cardiovascular conditioning and strength training are two keys to our longevity. The studies keep coming and keep proving the facts on both of those. But there is a major shift in thinking when it comes to protein, especially the requirements for people over the age of 50. And I'm talking about everyone from sedentary people to my master's athletes. You know, the old school of thought is the older we get, our digestive system slows down our bodies slow down, our capillaries are shrinking, the stomach doesn't process food as fast, so the digestive system is slowing down. There is some relevance to all of that. However, we are also being a lot more active as we get older. So we are keeping those systems engaged. And if we're keeping those systems engaged, we have to feed them appropriately. So how do we do that? 
Well, we first want to attack the muscles. That's why I'm talking about protein. Protein helps to build lean tissue in your muscles by repairing and replenishing the muscle fibers that tear when we work out. And I don't mean tear like a torn muscle. I mean, you create little micro tears in your muscles every time you use them when you go out and you lift weights, when you do a power walk, when you are rowing, when you are biking, when you are playing tennis, you are using your muscle and their fibers. The body also needs the protein for hormone and enzyme development for hair and bone growth, and it also helps with healing any wounds that you might get. So here's some interesting intel that I discovered from a research specialist at Tufts University, and this is a quote, that older adults are less likely to lose their ADL capabilities, meaning adult daily living, like climbing stairs, walking, getting dressed, doing chores, etc. if they keep their protein requirements up. Why? Because it is supporting the muscles. Another research specialist from McMaster University, which is in Canada, cited that increasing protein prevents muscle deterioration. So this is also helpful when dealing with joint replacements or chronic illnesses. So we're all in the same boat here when we're looking at just our lifestyles and the possibility of dealing with some health issues down the road. We have to have strong bodies to function. So even though you're not running 20 miles a week, lifting weights three to four times a week and cranking out a few sets of pickleball along the way, you are still physically active and need to be aware of the need to take in the right amount of protein based on your level of activity. Fueling your muscles is one of the major keys to staying strong throughout the next great years of your life. So I'm going to go on an assumption that you do not know how much protein is in your food choices throughout the day. Protein can be animal-based or plant-based. Animal-based proteins contain nine complete amino acids. And there are a collection of plant-based proteins, including soy and quinoa, that contain nine complete amino acids. And the amino acids are also important to the protein component. Now, to give you a short list of popular foods that can help you with your protein goals. I'm going to read a few of them and just bear with me here. We're looking at three ounces of lean beef, 24 grams of protein, chicken breast, three ounces, 24, three ounces of salmon has three grams, tuna, which is three and a half ounces, 19 grams, tofu has in a half a cup, has 10 grams, a half a cup of edamame, nine grams, one cup of quinoa has eight grams, one large egg has six grams, one ounce of raw almonds has six grams, and a half a cup of lentils has nine grams. So I tried to mix it up a little bit with the plant-based and the animal-based. 
So here's the part you've been waiting for. How much damn protein do you need to eat? This is a little mathematical. So if you're driving or walking, listening, listening to this, you might have to do a replay so that you can get the numbers to do the calculations. But I'm going to go through them anyway. So bear with me. The recommended daily allowance, which is called the RDA, the average is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. So how do you figure out your body weight in kilograms? You need to divide it by 2.2. So you take your weight, divide it by 2.2, and you'll get the kilograms. So I'm going to use a 150-pound individual. That's divided by 2.2, and then I multiply that by 0.8, and it works out to having 54 grams of protein a day. Now, that doesn't apply to older adults or master athletes. That is just the RDA recommended. So if you go to myplate.gov, that's what you're going to hear. If you meet with a registered dietitian, possibly that's what they're going to tell you because that is the standard. So they look at an average. Typically, when they're doing these things, they're not looking at people in the 50 and older group. So shame on them. So let's move forward. Protein requirement recommended for people 50 and older is a one to two gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. Complete confusion, I know. It pretty much has gone from 0.8 to 1 to 2 grams of protein. That is a 25 to 50% increase over the recommended daily allowance. Basically, we are going from 54 grams of protein a day. We're up in the ante for a 150-pound individual, mind you, from 69 to 81 grams. So that's a big hop in my mind. Now, the third kicker of this for a lot of people out there that I consider my master's athletes, we drop down. When you become a master's athlete, you're 40, okay? You're not old. You're just 40. And it's the 40 and older crew. You are a unique group because your protein requirements are based on how much you are training for your sport. And I highly recommend that you work with a nutritionist or your coach. If they have a background in sports nutrition, they will be able to help you with this. There is a lot of research still going on with this topic because as older athletes, the repair and recovery of our body takes longer than our younger counterparts. So to date, my findings up the protein requirement to 1.2 to 1.8 grams per kilogram of body weight, spread out over four to five meals. So once again, with my 150-pound prototype individual, that's 82 to 122 grams of protein. So I've got three different categories here for you to refer back to. Now, remember... Too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Excess protein, just like carbs, will store as fat if it's not used for energy. So it's important to identify 
where you are on this spectrum with regard to physical activity before you go and just adjust your protein requirements. I can tell you this, a majority of my clients are protein deficient. A majority of my clients are also calorie deficient. And that includes my master's athletes. So what can you do with today's information? Ready? Keep a food journal for one week. My Fitness Pal is a great resource. It's an app, if you have not heard of it. It will break out the nutritional data on all the food that you enter in. You'll get the uh, grams of protein, the percentage of carbs, percentage of fats, sugars, and calories. It is time-consuming, yes, but switch the narrative on this for me and look at it as an investment to your health span. Once you have that data, determine your activity level to see if you need to increase your protein. If you are working out, let's say, every day, five to six days a week, with strength training and cardio, let's say for at least 45 to 60 minutes a day, then you're going to need to adjust your protein. If you are on the light side of exercise, let's say you're doing 30 minutes a day, I'm going to go conservative, you need to make a different kind of adjustment to your protein. And if you are training for an endurance sport like running or a triathlon, you need to go to the optimal side of the protein calculation. And that's where you may need a little bit of additional help. But everyone 50 and older, unless you've been directed differently by your doctor, should be taking in enough protein to keep your muscles working at optimal capacity and to prevent the loss that comes with aging up. So you have to do more than just go lift the weights and work with your trainer. You've got to complement that with good protein sources. If you are interested in guidance in this area, feel free to contact me through my website, yourcoachpatty.com. Also, if you are finding the content of this podcast helpful, please follow and share with your friends or give a shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's it for this week. Figure out that protein. If you need a little help, ask for it. Stay strong, friends. Keep training with a purpose for life and sport. And remember to kick a little ass each day.